You're listening to Borderline Idealists. Join us every other Sunday for new episodes where we focus on anxiety, depression, and BPD. Log on to BorderlineIdealist.com for past episodes, blog posts, and our Patreon link to support us. Together, we can give a voice to those who suffer from mental illness and tear down mental health stigma. So I had to use radical acceptance yesterday. Uh, Chris and I went to Target. To um, We have CO2 tanks. Um, I used to make carbonated water because I'm fancy like that. And um, when you take them to the, the Target uh, customer service, you can get half off when you're getting them refilled. So um, we went there, we put them at the customer service, and we said, hey, we're going to go shop for some other stuff. Can we leave these here? We'll come back to get um, them, get refills. And the guy was like, yeah. And so we walked away, went shopping. Um, and then when we came back, there were two, um, there were, there were four tanks now of the, um, the CO2 tanks and we couldn't tell they were, they're on the counter when we came back and we couldn't tell if they were empty or full because you know, it's gas. <laughs> so it doesn't really feel any differently. And they both, they all had like white tops on them. Um, so I guess um, after we left, the guy went to the back and got two of the cancers, just put them there, but it kind of mi- mixed up with our um, our empty ones. And <laughs> um, so this was like another guy who was checking us out, and these four cancers, we couldn't tell which one was empty or full. Um, and so he just picks up two and says, okay, so are we going with these two? And if they're empty, you can always just bring them back. And, <laughs> and I'm like, what? <laughs> and I'm like, no, we don't want to, we don't want to come back. We would rather get full ones right now and be sure that, could you go in the back and get some full ones for us, please? <laughs> um, and so he kind of huffed and puffed, uh, rolled his eyes and went in the back. Um, for a little bit and then he came back and then put down two of the tanks and we thanked him we paid and we left and so when I went home um, when when we went home and unpacked everything and I finally got ready to make my carbonated water I pushed down on the button and the tank was empty there was like hardly any gas coming out and I started feeling very uh frustrated (laughs) but I was also thinking like um maybe maybe I'm just not pressing it down right or (laughs) so I I I called Chris over and he tried it he's like yeah that's weird and I said okay and I was like so I I unscrewed that one and I got the second tank that we got and I screwed it and that one was very low on gas so by this time, I was really angry because um, it, it kind of seemed like the guy, I mean, it definitely seems like the guy lied to us and just went in the back and just 
weighed around for a second and then just brought us out the same things. And then I felt really, um, I felt kind of uh, stupid because I was just like, oh, I should have known because the, the new ones have like blue, um, wrap around them. You have to like take the wrap off. And I was just, uh, I was livid, uh, that I hadn't recognized that and that he lied to us. And then now I can't have carbonated water was why I went there and, you know, he was like, you know, he was like, we'll come back, you know, if, if they don't work. And I was just like, well, if you just give us full ones, we won't have to come back. Why do you want us to come, come back so soon? Like nobody, <laughs> I don't know. I'm just, I, I just, oh God, that was just a lot. I don't, I don't know. And, and so I'm kind of like going off like why would somebody do that that makes no sense like why would, why would he lie to us why would he i mean it, it's so easy just to go <laughs> and chris just um nonchalantly in his own way um says well some people just don't take their job seriously and i was like yes 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 but why <laughs> and then uh, I think in, in during that time, just asking why would someone do that and, you know, that seemed so unfair. I was like, oh man, that's, you know, that sounds just like what I've been studying about radical acceptance. When life is seems unfair, because life is unfair, and when something isn't right, or you just feel like something isn't right, and sometimes things aren't right, and this is exactly that. This is something that is unfair. It's just something that wasn't right it didn't have to happen and I took a moment to accept that this happened to me that it was unfair that it did make me feel angry and I'm justified to feel angry and frustrated but it looks like the guy lied to us and I, we didn't get what we wanted. And yet accept that because I don't want to keep suffering. I'm going to keep thinking about it over and over and over again. So I just, I took a moment to, I guess, pretend in the moment that I was accepting what had happened to me. It wasn't right, but it did happen. It wasn't right, but it did happen. It's okay. You know, it's, it's not life or death. It's okay. You know, we can go back tomorrow. But there's nothing I can do about it now. I can't go back in time and change what happened. I can't. It, it, this, it is what it is. It is what it is. And I found myself... Um, totally forgetting the situation for the rest of the night. And I just, it was, you know, I, I, once I just pretended to radically accept, that was it, the end, it was wonderful. No, no, I, <laughs> I think I was doing radical acceptance three or four times because it kept popping up in my head. It just felt so wrong. And I hate that feeling when somebody gets over on me and then when I I should have known like oh my god I feel oh, 
like, why? And I'm just like, ugh, this is, this is all suffering. I don't need to do this to myself. It happened. It happened. It's okay. <laughs> and I kind of thought to myself about finding a silver lining that tomorrow, you know, we're going to go back with Chris. We're going to complain and hopefully get these two for free. We're definitely going to talk to a manager and get these for free, which is cool. I mean, luckily we live, you know, close to the Target and we're not far away, but... that that was difficult it did help it did help in in between those intervals because when i found myself going off and asking why oh my god why um and usually there's a tightness in my stomach uh, my brow uh it's really uh firm and, and crinkled and i I, I, <laughs> I just show it on my my face when even sometimes when I'm, I'm thinking of <laughs> um, something that's making me angry or, or, or um, sad or anything. And so when I start to feel those things, I have to remind myself that this happened, you know. And I really do think that that helped me because otherwise I would be stuck asking that over and over and over again and going deeper and deeper and deeper into a hole and feeling worse and worse and worse and you know that I you know nobody can make you feel a certain way so I don't you know I also kind of thought about it as I didn't want you know this event or you know, that guy, even though he did something that he knew was wrong, I don't want him to ruin my day. And I, I felt like the sooner that I accept that it happened, and, and that doesn't mean that it's it's cool, but that it, that it happened, it happened to me, I can reduce my suffering. So those are some trigger words that I I heard myself um, asking things were you know this is so un this is so unfair why why it really did help bring my emotions down and I didn't <laughs> I like it. Like I was telling Chris, um, we watched a, a movie uh, with our roommates. And then after they left, I was like, I was like, Chris, could you tell that I was like in in crisis and definitely like spiraling? And he was like, Well, it looked like you were, you know, a little upset, but I thought you were, you you were okay now. <laughs> and um, I told Chris that it's so easy for him to let things go it seems like i i envy him for that he can just be like well sometimes people just don't do the best at their job and that that's all he really said about it he didn't um you know look at me and i, I know that he was trying to make sure that i was okay but i was being really quiet and and actually talking to myself about radical acceptance but 
yeah, he told me that it's easy for him. It's not easy for him, but it's it's something that he's he's practiced a lot. Putting aside events that that don't matter or and and which is great because I've seen that I seen that before. One time we went to Starbucks and the guy was like really rude um to me in front of Chris and then we walked out. Um this is like I think closer to like when we were dating. <laughs> I'm so I'm so mean. Um <laughs> we were walking out and I was like so angry. I was I was so angry because the guy was mean and then I was even more angry because Chris hadn't didn't stand up for me or anything. I was like, Chris, why didn't you stand up for me? You didn't say anything. You just let him treat me like shit. <laughs> and then I like turned over and mumbled. <laughs> my other boyfriend would have. No, my um, my ex. I guess like, my, my ex would have stood up for me. <laughs> and then I, I could tell that that really hurt him. And I could also tell that I was trying to hurt him because I was hurting so much. And then we had to have a a talk about, I mean, that kind of led us to the same thing that he, he saw it happen. I, I can't really remember what the, the guy did or, or whatever, but he, he kind of let it go. He, he said that he, he let it go because, you know, we came to get the coffee, we got the coffee, whatever, and, you know, we're going to leave. And I, when the guy was doing whatever he was doing, I wanted to say something. I wanted to speak up. But I, don't, I think that was going through my head too. Should I? Is it worth it? I mean, <laughs> I think that he was ignoring us when we were talking to him or something. Something like that. I would, um, sometimes you just like kind of balance situations if you, uh, what you want to do, but I think I just resent it not saying anything because there have been times that, you know, right now we're about to go back to Target soon and <laughs> Woo, hope that hope that guy isn't working. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm getting hype. Um, but um, yeah, that was a, that was a situation for me when I, I, realized how Chris was able to process those moments. And it's not like he lets it go and it doesn't affect him. You know, he still has the feelings, of course. But he's able to tell himself that's not what is important. And that's kind of what I... A, a part of what I use in... in my radical acceptance. I try to focus on what's what's important. Maybe if there's a silver lining, like with the carbonated water. I thought, you know, fine. This this is not cool, but this happened. Okay. Um, between both of those cans, there is a little gas in it, so I'll be able to make. A bottle of one bottle of of carbonated water it won't be that strong, but at least I'll be able to make some. And so I did that. I, I unscrewed the 
the first one. I, I screwed in the first one and, and got all the gas out and then got the second one and I had carbonated water that night. I was like, that's fine. At least I got some. So I always think about what what is my goal with a certain action. Most of the time, <laughs> my my psychologist will ask me, um, will, will tell me like to think about what my goal is. And I told Chris most of the time my goal is to make him happy. Of course. I mean, and <laughs> he's like, you don't have to try to make me happy. I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, I just, I want you to be <laughs> terribly sad. He's been painting the laundry room and then he has an entire list of things he wants to do around the house and I promised I would get up and help him with that because he will tire himself out. I mean, he always has a list of things to do. And if you complete that list, there's always more to do. I always joke with Chris, his list never ends. Like, this this is not the ending. Like, <laughs> I'm like, Chris, we have to eat in between. <laughs> Sometimes he's outside working in the garden or working on something. And I have to pull him away from it when um, everyone's ready for dinner. And I have to like go outside and like <laughs> like physically get him and and pull him inside because he just wants to keep working. There's always stuff to do, and I think that's just a part of him that he always sees things that he needs to fix, needs to make better, needs to work on. And the beautiful balance is, I'm the one that comes around and says, Hey, let's play a video game. Woohoo! Hey, let's watch a movie. Ha ha ha. See, I'm the fun one. So, you know, that, that's how we balance each other. <laughs> you know, Chris has like his side of the bed, which is pretty clean. And then my side of the bed, which is... <sighs> okay, I'm sorry, guys. I'm just going to... I'm just going to give you a picture on what's on, on my side of the bed. There's um, a bag of granola, cough drops, a bag of cough drops, hot saws. Um, is that Glade Air Freshener? There's a shirt. And I have like a little table by my side of the bed by the wall pushed in here. Oh, there's two cups there. I probably should take those to the kitchen, to the dishwasher. Oh, there's my chapstick. <laughs> this is the only place in the house where I can have everything the way that I want. Messy. And then Chris comes over here. He's just like, let me just pick this up. Can I just clean this? Like, no, no. Get from on my side of the bed. This is my side of the bed. <laughs> there are clothes on the floor. Leave it alone. <laughs> no, I try to pick up the clothes on the on the floor because that really that really gets to him. 
<laughs> that really gets to him. We try to have a hamper in here and put the clothes in there. There's only so much I can do on my side of the bed. Um, but yeah, as I, uh, get ready to go help my husband who never stops. I just wanted to let you guys know about that experience, what it was like using radical acceptance, what it's like to accept something's happened to you. I mean, it's difficult. You know, you can talk about a example, like the, the cat example um, that we had on the podcast. If you had a cat and you came to pick it up and the person said, oh, no, I gave it away because somebody else was just here before you. And they promised it to you. Um, yeah, you could simulate those feelings, but like a real... Something that's real, it's... The emotions are up up to 10. And... All I wanted to do was just be mad. And I... <laughs> there was even... Man, uh, I was like going off a little bit. And I was like, oh my god, I can't believe you fucking did that. Why would you do that? And there was a time um, where I was like, what time is it? What time is it? <laughs> is Target still open? I'm gonna go up there if you're still working up there. <laughs> yeah, I was... I was really... Oh, oh. I just, uh, I, I'm just asking it too, like, why would somebody do that? Why? <laughs> um, but I have to accept it. I, it. We don't know why people do the things that they do. We don't know why. We're only responsible for ourselves. So, yeah. Well... Let me go out here and be a good husband. Alright guys. I'll talk to you later. Bye.